0: or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
2: Hey, 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 good morning. Good afternoon, good evening. You are listening to the Vitamin D podcast with your host, mwah, doing day all day, every day, Ew. And I'm here to help you understand how to best use your best asset. Oh, you don't know what that is? Well, you need to listen in then. See, what is that thing that if you improve it, you will improve every aspect of your life? What in life shows up with you everywhere? You! So I'm here to show you the different ways to utilize yourself through inspirational conversations with inspirational people. As we move into Women's History Month, I'm constantly thinking about what it means to be a woman in 2021.
0: Visit LiveNation.com slash ConcertWeek to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 seconds to Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value.
1: The wait is over. The Shy is back on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime Original Series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash shy to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime Annual Plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. Hey, everyone. It's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously. Wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit
2: ConsumerCellular.com.
3: Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details.
2: Who we need to celebrate and remember as much as we also have to look at the women of today are doing it for themselves, as well as those who are doing it for the days to come. I'm talking about the women making history right now with their lives going against the expectations of this world. So with that in mind, I knew who I had to reach out to and bring on the show. Today, I decided to bring on a woman who has been instrumental in my development, who I see as a mentor. Hey, you might even call this a Mentor Monday. Deja Vu is a media personality and broadcaster known for her hilarious personality and sharp wit on her own show, WBLS's Deja Vu in the Afternoons, which airs in New York and the syndicated Beat Deja Vu show. Um, We sat down and she shared with me to talk about knowing when it's personal and when it's business, when to let go the importance of balance, and what it means to go full out for your dream. And that includes igniting the hustle, okay? That includes knowing how brilliant you are. So I know that you're going to enjoy, because I know I did. So without further ado, it's time for your dose of vitamin D. Get your vitamin D right here with me and get excited. Deja vu, Dante all day, every day. Ew, ew. How you doing? How's it going? I'm good. Good. How are you? I'm excellent. No complaints at all. Living life, girl. I'm so happy you're here. I just want to let you know that we're live on. It's recording, so okay. it's live to tape. Hi, everybody.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, but you said, "How am I doing?" I'm grateful. I love your voice, Don. I was telling my sister, I was trying to describe it. And I said, she has such a
3: full, rich, how am I doing? Oh, it's just so pretty. (laughs) Do you know how much that means coming from you? (laughs) Girl, please. It's beautiful. But you've had this voice. I was telling her, I said, you had maybe recently graduated college a few years, and you still had that
2: full, warm, that sound. And I'm glad to see you using it. Thank you. And I want to say that I'm grateful for you for believing in me. You, oh, you, you you, always made the time for me. And I was just thinking, like, you know, being in Women's History Month, I had to think about, like, who are the women that I admire? People yeah. that help pave the way, uh, sh- you know, shed light on the way, uh, just spent time as I was on my way. And I'm like, mm-hmm. Deja. Oh, Deja De- thank you, <laughs> I mean, taking it back, like you were talking about a few years after college, Deja, I had a dream of being a worldwide, at first I used to say motivation, but as I talked to a mentor, he said, you know, you get motivated to get started, but you got to get inspired to change your life. And I said, okay, inspirational speaker, but Deja, it was you. They gave me the official moment to speak at a high school. We were in Jersey. I remember that. You took a chance <laughs> on me, Deja. That means so much. Oh, that's crazy that you remember that way back then.
3: Yes. But you rocked it. You rocked it. So. You wow. Your thing, like, oh, you're
2: getting emotional now because. I don't think people <laughs> realize that. People don't realize how important it is to have mentors mm. in your life. Absolutely. And I guess even having you today, I want to talk about that with you because, you know, we look at you and it's like you're in a number one market, at WBLS. You're syndicated on ABC Radio with the Deja Vu show. I mean, you're, you're doing live announcements for Ryan and Kelly, like, or Kelly and Ryan, like, oh, my gosh, voiceovers, like, mm. and here's the thing. People get on this journey for this dream, right? Right. And, you know, you're thinking like, oh, I'm going to run and I'm going to arrive, and it's just like, I guess, Michelle Obama's book. And she's always, she talks about becoming because we're always becoming. And yes. I, like you said, you talked a little old Dawn, fresh out of college. Here we are looking like almost 10 years later. Girl, and I'm still 29 and holding. Ow. The thing, I was thinking about. I said, how does Deja still look the same? <laughs> Listen,
3: girl. But no, you know what? It's a grateful thing to be on this journey, we're steadily evolving, right? And the fact that we are now in this moment of our lives in the world, that we have time for us to be able to take our time. Remember back in the day, it seemed like by the time you were 30, life was over. You were sitting down, they were putting you out to pasture and all that stuff. You would see, if you see the older movies, you're like, oh, that lady was only 35. Oh, wait, she... And why was she being put back? Right. Now you see women doing things in, I mean, all the way up until whenever they want to stop, like seriously. So I just think it's amazing. And not just women, but men too. We've been afforded this opportunity to be able to continue to grow in our passions and be able to still live out those dreams. That's the blessing of being where we are right now at this present time.
2: Yes. And when you said present time, it's about the gift of now and living out your dreams and how that takes courage. How it's going to take you to stretch. Mm -hmm. And so looking at you and how you come like... I got so many questions as to how I want to start because I'm approaching, I feel as though the women that I worked with starting Mm -hmm. at WBLS, like now I'm taking a chance and I'm seeing the viewpoint. I'm seeing, you know, whether or not, you know, whether you're hiring personnel, how you're focusing your dreams, how you're starting to think about, you know, relationship, how you're thinking about, you know, uh, standing up to a family, also dignifying your worth, you know, it's so mm-hmm. Then dealing with the fact that you are getting older or more seasoned. Exactly.
3: Although I'm 29 and holding. <laughs> no, but seriously, the grateful part, the gracious and grateful part of it is, again, like I said, that we're still working. I did an interview recently with Vivica and she was mentioning that same kind of thing. She's like, the baby boomers are killing it out here. I didn't realize that she had just got finished doing her 25th lifetime movie producing. Are you serious? Right? Nah. We don't see that because sometimes she's not in front of the camera, but she just got finished producing these movies. Then you see Taraji, all these women are 50 and over now who are still living their best lives and looking sexier than ever. Did you see Holly Berry hanging upside down doing right. her sit ups on a on. fighting, on a punching bag? Come sis on. is 54, 55 years old. Sis. Sis. School me so that I will know when I approach. Right. Okay. <laughs> sis, right now I see you 29 and holding. That's right, boo. That's right. (laughs) Brilliant black woman status.
2: Let me see that shirt. What is that shirt? You like it? Yeah, I'll send you one. It's my new thing. Brilliant black woman. What is that? Okay, Women's History Month. Brilliant black woman. What is this about? (laughs) Well,
3: you know, I have all these different phases of what I do. So I have my hustle hers. I have your Ignite Your Hustle. But I just was looking at something and I saw something. And someone said, and I still have, I have my black woman series. So I have the proud black woman, the strong black woman. And somebody said, why do we always have to be proud and strong? Mm. Why can't we just be brilliant? And I said, boom, there Hi, it is. Brilliant black woman. So behold, the brilliant black woman t-shirt. And I am going to be gifting you one and sending it out to different people. And I sell them as well. So yeah, we got it. we have to own who we are, right? We've seen so many of these message tees, this and that, saying this and whatever. But I say own who we are and what we are. This is the time for us to be proud. People are saying black girl magic, yet we are magical as well as brilliant. And let's go ahead and step in and live in that. Why not let us sink in? And be proud about it. I was looking at something from, I forgot what it was. I think it was something on PBS. And they had a thing where they were transitioning out of the 60s civil rights to the 70s when people were like, ah, oh, say it loud, I'm black and I'm proud. And they have the Afros. And they were finally living that. And and sinking into and being proud of their blackness, their brilliance. And it was amazing to see it after having come. Look at that. We're we're on the second end of it. But they were coming from the civil rights movement, post-slavery and and all that. And they were enjoying it. And right now we're seeing everything that's happened in the past few years. Let us sit and
2: enjoy our blackness and be brilliant in the midst of it. So what does it mean to be brilliant and black completely as far as Deja is concerned? Florida, Jacksonville, Florida. For me, it means that you are living your purpose. It means that you are
3: walking in that divine purpose, that you are spiritually fit, you are professionally fit, and you are financially fit. You're working on your way. We're steadily evolving in our brilliance, but it's a continual thing. We're always growing and always learning, right? But while we're here, we're experiencing this brilliance. I am, I I did something. I am am somebody in the words of Jesse, Reverend Jesse. I am am somebody, but no, we're letting our lights, shine no matter where you are no matter the
2: circumstances you know that's what vitamin d is all about shedding light right come on now, come on so vitamin d you know it's a pun off my name you know you get vitamin d from the sun so this podcast is all about shedding light and believe it or not deja i started vitamin d back in 2011 and right when I was in I was working at BLS, I was working at Music Choice and it came mm-hmm. back from my love of music. I remember, I
3: remember because you were using lyrics. I remember and you would send out the emails and everything. I remember. And look at you now. This is the brilliance of it. Before I was talking to Joy, I was talking to my sister. Yes, <laughs> and then we were talking about you. And I said, Dawn has been doing her thing because we talk, started talking about your voice. But I was telling her what you did. And I said, I don't know if you remember this. You were the one, when I first got to WBLS, to actually train me on the WBLS board and the sound system and everything, how it went down. I had no clue. And that's how you and I got to build our rapport and our down. friendship. What? You told me and taught me how to do that I didn't know I was coming from another station So you filled me in on how everything was going on Over at WBLS Wow, right now that you put it back Yeah, because that was our moment Yes (sighs) And now look at this, look at you I said, now she's doing all this stuff She's got her iHeartRadio podcast She's doing stuff with Steve Harvey I said, you were on reality shows And Dawn, you're you're doing a lot of acting and everything now So talk to me about that Look at me, I'm interviewing you, I'm sorry (laughs) I'm doing improv at the Groundlings. I think it's so amazing. So where does this go? Where do you go from the improv? What is what's the next evolution for you and your
2: brilliance? Well, hello. As, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to be bigger than Oprah, Deja, and so. Come on I, now. Uh, oh, remember when you had your Oprah moment? Which one? Oh, her show or oh, 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 the article? Oh, well, yes, Amen. Thank you, Hallelujah. Thank you, God. I want to have a yes and kind oh, lifestyle. Somebody. What you say? Which one? Okay, I wasn't sure if you were talking about my article in the New York Times, but you were talking about when I was on her show, because the article said, a voice for radio with Oprah's ambition. Right. But weren't you on the show I was on the show? I was That's on the show. That's what I'm talking about. Yes. I remember. Oh... <laughs> um, I was on the show for Queen Sugar. And so uh, what it was, I had an opportunity to ask one of the questions to the cast. And, you know, you had Oprah and you had Ava DuVernay. And then she said, Dawn Day, (laughs) Dawn Day. And I asked my question. And then uh, Ava said, she said, Dawn, we ought to get you in the writer's room. So wait a minute. And and then one of the actors, I ran into him, uh, Timon. I can't think of his last name. Uh-huh. But he is the husband to the actress with my same name. I think it's Dawn. Dawn. Yes, yes. Uh, he, I ran into him on the red carpet at the Bounce Awards and he remembers me. He was like, I met you. I said, Amen. I'm going to get him on my podcast. That is amazing. But, um, yeah. Walking into it because I'm still going, Deja. I'm still figuring it out. I, I'm so proud of you. Just let it be known I am thank proud you. of you. Thank you. And th- just, I keep saying, but thank you for seeing me because, you know, people be talking about this journey and. You know, you say proud, you say strong, but even in the part of the brilliance, like, is there a moment to be weak? Absolutely. That's all encompassing. That's a part of it. Because even in our brilliance, we do have those weak moments when we're feeling like, oh, God, how
3: am I going to do this? What's happening now? Why is this happening to me? Why, God, why, when, God, when, did you forget about me? Hello, I'm still down here grinding. Mm -hmm. But then there's a little uh, something, a phrase, it's a phrase, I didn't coin this, but it's called a God wink. God will do a little something like... Look at you! Come on, and if it's not God for you, maybe it's universe. The universe will, will, will manifest something for you. You'd be like, "Look at this! They, I haven't been forgotten. I have not been forgotten." And even in my career, I've been in it since I was five. Since I'm only, you know, not holding. But no, I've been in this career thing for a minute, right? And even certain things that happen now to this day,
2: Deja, what'd you say, Dun? How many what? years have you been in it? <laughs> huh? you, you know, here's <laughs> the thing. I said, because regardless of the same age, the thing that's amazing is that people is not a sprint. This is a marathon and people need to know. That's the thing
3: that is. But that's the beauty in where we are now, Dawn, because back in the day. Hold on. My eyes are leaking. <laughs> I got a little bit of love your work. Deja.
2: I love your work. I study every day.
3: <laughs> but um, but listen, there are was a time, and I keep saying this, because it was when people would try and shut you out. And even still, in our entertainment industry, they want to aid you out of certain things. But because technology is evolving, we're able to be here front and center in your face. We can do this. We can extend our brands in many different directions. So even after I've been in it as a seasoned professional for a minute now... Things will just happen. Certain things will just pop up and people will say stuff or, you know, you'll get somebody to call and say, hey, I was thinking about using you for such and such. Really? Okay, thank you. I have not been forgotten. I am still on this journey. And so that lets me know, even in my weak moments, in those valley moments, I know that God is still with me because my steps have already been ordered. It's already ordained. And I don't know how hey. you all believe, but this this is how Deja Vu believes. And this is what I go through. Hey. So I know that everything is already pre-planned and predestined and we're just walking in it. You know
2: what I mean? I so that. I'm just excited right now. I'm excited. Get excited about your life. I tell people that all the time and it's everything that you've been embarking on, talking about the whole thing of standing in a moment and being present, understanding yeah. your values and your goals, but then also understanding um, the value of yourself and it's what I talk about being your greatest asset and it's that thing, having the connection of knowing who you are. Once you lose the identification of who you are, then therefore, you have nothing to stand on and if you have nothing mm-hmm. to stand on, what are your roots holding on as you grow taller? Because guess mm-hmm. what? The seasons will change. Yes, mm-hmm. it will rain. And, and- and to that point, I was in a change of
3: seasons when I met you, because if you remember, I had just recently been let go from a company that I built my career with. I had been with them for a while and then I got let go. But but within like 30 days, I was still with another company, which is a blessing. So, so how was that transition for you? That was the hard part. I mean, because it happened so suddenly and thankfully i had saved, you know, a little nest egg or whatever and had and I got, you know, they, they compensated me. But professionally, but emotionally, but egotistically, what? You can't fire me! What? I, I do so and so for the station. I'm on, I'm on ten other stations for you guys. How can you let me go? I didn't do anything. And that's what we remember. It's not about you. It's business, right? So this is where I learned. This is what I learned. Number one. It's not always about what you've done. This is their company. If you don't own your own thing, you're always at the hands of someone else because you know what? They can run their companies the way they want to because why? It's their business. If they feel that putting Dawn here and Deja here is the best for their business and their bottom line, that's what they're going to do. Yes, it hurts, but guess what? We don't own it. That's why I tell everyone, please make sure you own something. DBS media, that's mine. The Deja Vu show, that's mine. You cannot take that from me. So I had to learn that though. It took me a while. It took me getting knocked down and getting fired to learn that. You mentioned the DBS studio. I didn't know about that. That's my Deja Vu Speaks Media. That's mine. Oh. And that's that's what we're doing. We're branching out and doing some things, but that's where all of my things are falling under. So my Deja Vu show falls under that. My Ignite Your Hustle falls under that. But I, I started... I learned that I had to hustle and that would benefit me, not just these businesses. So you know what I do? I come in, I do my show for the corporation, and then I work on my corporation, building Mm. my brand and my business to make sure I have something to fall back on. Now, trying to get that to be leveraged to where I am, it's it's been a journey, but I'm working there and it's mine. So you can't even, if they fire me tomorrow from where I am, God forbid... I still have mine. You know what I'm saying? I still have my ventures and I have my other hustles. They say the average millionaire has what? Seven different streams of income. So if you don't have all that stuff lined up and one just pulls out, like we saw during the pandemic, people lost jobs. It wasn't their fault. It was just what happened. It was life. But if you didn't have anything else coming in, you might've been left out there kind of hanging. So I have multiple things going on. I learned that from getting fired. That's when I was in my valley. And I'm like, okay, am I going to lose my house? As soon as I made up my mind, I said, all right, well. Come on, mind. Here's my strategy. Yes. But this is what, what happens. I said, okay, well, here's the strategy. If I have to, I can... Storage everything up. I can shrink down. My husband and I will go down into whatever apartment, or maybe we'll go back into our rental property, those people out and go into that little space, and we'll just make it work. As soon as I did that and let it all go, when I tell you, Skip was like, hey, we're thinking about doing some other things. (laughs) Skip was my boss at WBLS, he's been my mentor since forever. High school days, yes. And I will for always be appreciative of him as well as Barbara De La Lou. But, um Yes, you know, Barbara was just here last week. Okay, go ahead, sorry. Oh, hey, Barbara! <laughs> um, but yeah, because she's the one who introduced me to Skip. We'll talk about that later too. But at any rate, all of that, when I was in that process of trying to figure out what was going to come next, God just took it all out, out of my hands. When I said, all right, I surrender it to you. Here's what we're going to do. I'm going to do this and I'll be patient and I'll wait in this In in this, sometimes you have to sit in those hard moments, right? Mm. And it's uncomfortable, it's prickly, and you're like, I don't know what to do, but I'm gonna sit here, I'm gonna endure this this cramp, this pain, this this headache right here. I'm gonna endure it. And I'm gonna find peace in it, and God's gonna teach me the lesson in it. And when as soon as I was doing all that, girl, they were like, Well, we wanna make some changes, we wanna do so-and-so-and-so, and the next thing you know, rolling. And because I got fired from that one particular company. I was at a certain rate over the years that that has happened. That was 10 years ago now. It's been 10 years. Mm -hmm. Um, I have made more money in my career now than I did in those whole 10 years. Shut the front door. I'm so serious in the calendar years I've made because I've had so many other opportunities flow from that. I did not know that, but sometimes that's how life works for us, right? You might have to be kicked down from something that you thought this was your destiny or where you were supposed to be. And then you're really being being aligned and positioned. Hmm. Had I not been aligned and positioned by getting fired and being on WBLS, then I would not have been contacted in that way by my ABC people because they saw me doing Facebook Live on WBLS. They heard me on WBLS. That's where they were looking. They weren't looking where I was before.
2: So it all works...
3: Together for my
2: good. Yeah, Hello. And just like you said, even the finding the peace, it just reminds me of a song with the Clark sisters. Um, blessed and highly fathed. I'm just resting in my father's hands, even though well, the winds will come. Blessed and highly favored. Okay. <laughs> is
3: not my forte. <laughs> <laughs> no, but Don, it's just been a journey and it's been an amazing thing. I mean... You can attest. You know how ups and the radio Uh, industry is up and down. This media industry is up and down. We're seeing so many opportunities with the the streaming platforms for us to be able to grow and extend. Even with podcasting, what you're doing right now.
2: Ten years ago, podcasting was around, but it wasn't like this. They weren't popping like this. Right. And now you are right. And somebody was telling me like, Dawn, you know, you kind of been doing this with the vitamin D because I had it up on SoundCloud. And it's just now it's just on a different platform as an iHeartRadio and the rest. But you're right. And, you know, I just I love what you said about the ebbs and flows and the letting go. There were so Mm -hmm. many things that you hit on because that's what I want people to really grasp when we talk about vitamin D, when we talk about living Mm -hmm. life on purpose, when we talk about being excited. It does not mean that you're not going to have the sun and you're not going to have the night.
0: Because Absolutely. they have to coexist.
2: You can't have one without the other. And with the appreciation of one, you understand the appreciation of another. Yes. No one wants to be up 24-7 a day. So hence, that's why the sun has to go down. And when it does, that's the time for rest. That's the time for rejuvenation. That's for the check-in season, kind of like what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. And I love that you said that because I don't think people understand what happens when you press into a grape. Mm-hmm. And you make that grape juice. Mm-hmm. You understand you the appreciation it. of that olive. You get that oil. You even Come understand when that <laughs> seed goes into <laughs> to the dirt in that darkness. You better bring it. Yes. When you press it in. Nobody, but
3: look, you don't want to be pressed. You don't want to be pruned. You don't want to be pricked. But that's where the, the making comes in. That's where the shaping is. Come when on. you're tried by that fire, but you're coming out as pure gold.
2: Come on, Clark sisters. Come on. Yes. Okay. So... <laughs> I guess the thing that I guess I was thinking about when you were saying that about your ebbs and flow, tell me why you feel is so important to let go. I think that you're holding on to the past
3: or what was, if you're continuing to hold on, you've heard the adage, you can't hold on and receive something new. If you're still holding it and your hands are closed, you have to open it up to receive the new blessings that are going to take you to the next way. And it always some, well, sometimes things don't look like we thought they would. Right. But you're still being able to live out that dream. It's just not the way that you thought it would be. I thought I would be over here doing whatever, whatever, actually, I thought I was going to be doing TV stuff. That's where I really wanted to go when I first got into the industry. I did my radio and I thought I was going to do TV. But now I'm doing radio and then TV stuff is coming later. So it it didn't go the way that I thought it would, but it gets you there eventually, right? And you have to let go of that old thing because that's old, that's rotten. The expiration date is already there. You open up the can, it's sour. Yeah, it's still something in the can, but it's soured now. So you have to let that go. There's a new bottle of whatever right over here. A bottle of greatness, a bottle of blessings right over on the other side but you have to go through here and then you get to that. So you have to be able to let it go but there's there's bravery in that letting go. Come on. You, you can do it you just have to dig deep into it and just to stay spiritually balanced. That to me has been my key in everything my key to success in everything. No matter whether you are Jewish uh, Muslim, whatever your beliefs are. Atheist I think there should be some kind of spiritual balance for whomever so that you can have that place that you go to when you're meditating when you're praying there has to be something that's greater than us where you
2: go to center that's that to me is so key that you can get to that next level you said center and it's like you know i i don't know if we've ever talked about this i have my belief in god but i don't subscribe to christianity but there are a lot mm-hmm. of things in the scripture that i understand that i under, that i see it as a way of communication so that I can understand who God is in my life. Right, and right. just like you're saying of having that thing to hold on to and center, you know, greater is he who was in me than he was in the world. So all it takes is in the moment when you were talking about being in that valley, you said Deja. at the end of the day, it's just however you need to get to exactly. inside of you. Kind of like I'm pulling because I just thought about what I read on your uh, bio, the interview coaching. It's the mm-hmm. interview because even I don't inside. think it's, even if you look at the word enemy, in the in the, it's in the you, mm-hmm. in the me, it's mm-hmm. in the me. Mm-hmm. Everything that involves is just kind of like in ourselves and how we can become outside of ourselves. And as you were talking about <clears throat> this whole thing of of holding on to something, another thing I piggyback on, you said, "Well, Dawn, what's to come? I'm living out everything," and that's one thing that in this season of my life of blessings. I had to understand to let go. My mother, Mm. she... uh, Well, that's hard. Yeah. Well, not necessarily. I didn't complete it. My mother's passing. Her anniversary was just the other day. But I'm saying as far as my mother holding on to things. Mm. And what I mean by that, it's a a juxtaposition. Because if you're a person in a situation where you've lost you're just trying to hold on to something to hold your sanity, but not realizing that that thing that you hold on could very well be that circle. And you keep thinking of a change. So with my mother of my father dying, when my was three months, my sister's three years old, you know, mm-hmm. her mother died a year after I was born, then being diagnosed with cancer after that loss, loss, whether it's loss of your job, whether it's loss of, you know, the mobility of your body. And so mm-hmm. with that help, with that, I shouldn't say help, but that uh, affected me in the sense of there's a hoarding sense. My mother held on to everything, Deja. Mm. And, you know, it's something that a lot of shame, you know, for a while of not wanting to admit, but it's like, if I'm talking about shedding the light, and that's what I'm saying when I talk to people about vitamin D, it's cutting the light on the good and the bad. Right. And it's shedding light that if you cannot live in a place of shame, because you need light to grow. Whether you're going to talk about literally vitamin D from the sun, you need inspiration. You need positivity. But if we want to walk in a place of hiding so much, of this fear, of this anxiety, we can't. I'm noticing the abundance that's happening in my life, and I've talked about it on previous episodes, of just me getting rid of things and clutter. Because I yes. thought I had to hold on to it. Even relationships, even with people, people even relationships even
3: friendships sometimes you have to clear that stuff out now as far as clutter i can't turn this camera around right now because we'd see that (laughs) but but yes to your point we do have to rid ourselves of some of those things those things so we can make space we got to make space for the blessings you're holding on to all this other stuff and even in the relationships especially our friendships sometimes that have just run its course some people are supposed to be there for what a reason and a season and then you have to release them and let them go and that's how you continue to grow and evolve over time. But we have to learn that. It's a, it's a maturity level. You know what I mean, Don? You have to get to that point. Everybody's not there. And mm-hmm. I don't think it's an age thing. It's just a personal development and growth thing where you have to get to that point where you realize and you understand. Okay, it's, we, have to, we have to go ahead and make moves now.
2: Mm-hmm. And, you know, even like when you say that it's not an age thing, I guess I always try to think of ways of how to make it sense. Like if we can use a real life example so that somebody can see it, it's just like in the workforce. You know, everybody can be on the career to be a president of a company. And despite the age, it just depends on where did you turn? Did you miss that turn? I was in Palos Verdes and this is right before the whole thing happened with Tiger Woods and his accident. But I was like, man. I'm going to have my house out here. I was like, listen to this. I said, you can be in some areas they may have a stray cat. They may have a dog. They got peacocks. They got wow. peacocks. That's the kind of lifestyle I want. So, I said I said that's that's what I want. I want I want to make sure that the pe- I'm not about to hit the peacock. But this is what I'll say. I was trying to find my way over to Bluff Cove, um, hiking with Barbara. We're in the car together. Mm -hmm. And um, we kept missing the turns. Is Barbara in LA now too? Hey, you speak that over her because this is where she wants to be in California. But you know, she's visited several times. So hey, (laughs) she visited. Um, We're calling her over here. But we were talking about it at that moment because we were trying to find our way to the coast to hike. And guess what? If you miss one turn it takes you all the way around. Wow. That's a good one. And so what could have been a left turn for that five minutes and you would have been there. Now you got to spend an extra 15, 20 minutes. So even Mm -hmm. as you're talking about the whole holding on to things and how you're talking about the maturity process, what it says to me is that you got to be able to catch it and receive Mm -hmm. it. Because what happens? Have you had a situation in your life where say you wanted something and you got it, but then you realize that you did not have the capacity to hold it? Mm-hmm. What was it? When I got to certain
3: positions in my job, I, I had titles, but I was not there maturity-wise or ability-wise. I had to learn those things. kind of had to learn on the fly, learn to build a plane as I was flying it. So I got there and I almost lost certain things because I, I, I wasn't up to snuff. So I had to actually do the work and put in extra time on that and I could have lost those things. But I know that I was given stuff where I needed room to grow, but it was up to me to be able to try and get to that growth. If I had not sped up and someone hadn't tapped me on the shoulder, hey, sis, you need to handle your business. Some people would come to me, Dage, you need to handle your businesses. So I had to step up my level and get to that part. Otherwise, it would have been taken away from me. But... I was given the tools so I could go ahead and make it and keep holding on to it. But there were other opportunities or other situations where that, that could have just slipped out of my hands had I not had those people around me to help me get to that level. But yes, I know exactly what you're talking about. When you get stuff and you're not ready for it, you see a lot of the hip hop stars, they get this celebrity, this huge fame, they're doing this and you don't know that, you have to have another hit coming up behind that. That money doesn't always keep flowing. You out here flashing and doing the phone call with the bricks of the money. I wanna do that one day. But anyway, (laughs) but no, but you have to make sure that you have something else to balance that out. Is the career going to look like, what is it going to look like in five years? Shoot, bump that two years. Cause you know, we have a short time attention span, right? Mm-hmm. If you're not focused on what's happening, you can go ahead and miss that same thing, that next opportunity for you because you're so busy flaunting, but you're not working and grinding and getting that thing out, that next music, that next hit, that next level of your success out. You have to be ready for it and be able to hold on to it, just like you're saying.
2: Right. And it's interesting. I, you know, you, you use the word, you say you miss the opportunity. Um... I, don't, I guess my, the way I'm looking at life has so many ebbs and flows and ups and downs. I'm wondering, do we, have, do we ever miss what's truly ours? You miss that go-round. It's similar to what you're saying. You took that extra detour. Like in the Bible...
3: They went around the the wilderness for forty years when it was an eleven day trip. Oh. You just missed this turn. Forty years—that's that's, that's generations. All right, the lashes are getting stuck. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> but no, you went around and around and around and around the wilderness for forty freaking years for an eleven day trip because you weren't paying attention. Yeah, you're gonna get there, but it might take you forty years hey. if you don't
2: pay attention. Can I tell you? Let me tell you what happened to me. I, you know, I went to Howard. I will never forget this day. I'm on student council. And uh, this is time, it's amazing. First of all, everything I'm doing in my career right now is kind of the same thing I was doing for my fellowship as far as filming at a radio station. But I'm the sergeant mm-hmm. at arms. And so it's all about just thinking of uh, different programs and stuff for the students and embodiment and whatever. So I was on entertainmentcareers.net. That was my go-to for all of my internships, for all my jobs. I'm checking on their what. I had the alarm set. There was for Sony Pictures in Culver City, California. They were going to do a, a, a fellowship or internship at the, at the network. And I don't know if Queen Latifah's show was there just yet, but I was mm-hmm. like, I'm going to apply for that. So I got the call from the network. They call, right? I'm in the car. I don't know if I'm on the, uh, on the bowl or whatever, but I'm heading from Hyattsville and I'm headed to the School of C at Howard University coming from the towers. I get a call. So in LA or California, the area codes are 310. Mm-hmm. In Maryland, the area code is 301. Deja, I'm in my little Grand Vitara Suzuki. I'm leaving out the driveway. I just got out the, uh, the parking garage. I get a call. Stay focused. I get a call. Dawn, stay focused. I get a call. Hi, is this Dawn? Um, We're uh, calling to such and such. I'm so busy worrying about the next thing. And that whole thing that you talked about earlier being the present. Um, Hey, I know that you applied for blah, blah, blah. I said, oh, can I give you a call back? I told Sony Pictures, (sighs) can I give you a call back? This is Dawn at 20. She said, hey, do you have the number? (laughs) Pay attention, Dawn. I'm looking at the number. It's like a three, what is it? It's like 310-456-7400. You know, the Trump Mm -hmm. numbers. I'm like, yeah, Mm -hmm. I have the numbers. She stood there. She said, okay, I'll call you back. In the rush, in the haste. I get to the student council meeting. I'm telling the the young lady who's the uh, vice president at the time. I was like, yeah, you know, I just, for this job. She said, wait a minute. This could have waited. That (gasps) opportunity didn't come like that again. And what I'm saying is just a testament of what you're saying about paying attention and when you Mm -hmm. have to be ready because those opportunities you can so-called, you know, miss. Now, fast forward, five, Mm -hmm. six, seven years later, you know, I'm in L.A. I've been to the studio. I've had opportunity to uh, attend a taping of Queen Latifah's show as well as, you know, to be on that. But you're right. Looking at how that path. But I'm wondering even with you, you know, your brand is all Hustle Her. It's all about Mm -hmm. the hustle. Why is the hustle so important and how can the hustle set you back?
3: Some people don't like the word hustle because it just it means you're distracted, you're moving too fast, you're all over the place. I think of it more as you're moving and you're strategic and you're hustling and you are taking care of your opportunities. Now, for me, to hustle, like I said, means to get out here and make moves, make moves that are going to predict how I'm going to be spending my future. It can set you back when it overwhelms you. But in everything, there's balance, right? We have to remember to balance. A lot of conversation is going on right now about mental health. We have to remember to take that mental health break. We have to have a time where we're just going to be like, okay, the hustle's we're pausing right now. I'm taking a nap. I will be back on Monday. This weekend is mine. But that too is a part of everything that you do. It's a part of the brilliance. It's a part of the hustle. It's all encompassing. Do you understand? It's a part of life. So when you break it down, your hustle is about your strategic steps, right? And your goals and getting to where you need to be. But in that, a part of taking care of yourself is knowing that even though we're hustling, I still have to pause and give myself a mental break. I still have to spend some quality time with my husband. I still have to spend time with my family. That's around that. But they help to build it up because they're going to ask me about things. They're going to encourage me. They're going to pour back into that. Well, you know, when you do your hustle thing, you can do such and such and such stage. Mm -hmm. When you do your Ignite Your Hustle Academy, you should really do so and so and so so it's still a part of it it's still working but you find balance and silence in moments of silence when you need to but i think the thing is people get overwhelmed and thinking that i have to be doing have to be doing have to be doing well if you make i'm sorry i'm stuck here if you make strategic moves you don't have to do all the time they're Ways that when I set up my show, I can work things in advance. So when that comes, I don't have to do that all the time because guess what? That's already done. So I'm chilling for a minute. You know what I mean? My brain's on pause for a second. I'm chilling out. I'm vegging out on some crazy mess on Netflix or whatever, but the hustle will continue. Right? So I think that's what I mean when I'm talking about ignite your hustle, when we're getting out there and we're moving and making strategic steps to get to where we need to be. Goals,
2: action plans, and results. And then you have time to chill. That's boss. Because, you know, you know. I think about the hustle and I'm like, I've been hustling my entire life, but that's anybody. That's, if, if you run into circles with people in New York and radio and media and entertainment to L.A., you know everyone has been on some sort of hustle, you know? Right. But I had to learn that, Dawn. When I got to New York from being down south, I didn't know that. I didn't know
3: about trying to hustle. That's important to me. I learned how to hustle when I got to New York. I didn't know. I just sat there. I'm like, I have a job. Okay, I'm cool. Again, it goes back to me just being like, oh, okay, I'm here. But I wasn't as focused on those particular professional goals. So
2: that's where I am. Or that's where it was for me. So how did you, how did, from, from quote unquote, not hustling, I guess, in the you know the big city, how did you get that opportunity to get to New York? How did you get in that room? I have a mentor,
3: Doc Winter, who is with iHeart. Yes. Yes. Doc hit me up way, way back in the day, (laughs) but he was in Jacksonville, um, earlier in his career, in his career. And he was just guiding me throughout my career. And one year, one day I was in Richmond because I was programming a station there. WJ, WBHJ, BTJ, BTJ is so many. There's so many call letters, yes. but anyway, BTJ in Richmond, Virginia. And he asked me first, did I want to go to Virginia? Cause I was at that time working in St. Louis and he's like, Hey, do you want to go to Richmond to be a program director? Oh what let me see okay i'm not married i don't have any kids i don't have anything holding me back yes hello so i went to richmond virginia and i'm programming there running the station doing my thing and all that stuff i hadn't even unpacked and unboxed everything i maybe had just thrown out one of my big boxes eight months later it was he calls me he says listen we have a project we're going to be doing in new york would you like to come richmond virginia new york City, it ain't a hard decision, so I, you know, I didn't mind getting up and going back in the day. That's what you did, you picked up and moved wherever the opportunities were. Because if you sat there and waited, like you know, some of the legacy folks who had been on the air in New York, you have a Funk Master Flex or an Angie Martinez, they've been in New York forever. Am I gonna sit there and wait on them? No, you have to move around. So, I was was in Richmond, but I decided I wanted to move around. You have to go where the opportunities were. So the opportunities were there with this new station at the time. It was Power 1051 that we launched in New York City. Mm-hmm. And that's where I came.
2: That's how I got here. Did you know that? <laughs> I didn't. I, didn't I, I did not know the plug with Doc Windsor. I knew you were a Par 1051, One, but I didn't. I miss, No, I didn't know that you were in Richmond. I didn't know that part. part of the story. Yeah, I've been knowing Doc since
3: way back in the days when I was just getting into radio. I think maybe I met him a year or so into
2: my radio year two into my radio career. Okay, well, let's talk because then this is the real part. You know, <laughs> you know, you talk about like the hustle. How did you find the balance? How did you meet your husband? And, and here's the thing, being such a boss, Stasia, you're a boss. Anybody that's listening to this podcast right now, you can tell Deja's a boss. Boom, boom, boom. ABC. I bo- How did you balance that out? Y'all, when I tell you, okay, we'll talk
3: about ABC stuff later, but I met my husband broadcasting. <laughs> I was at... I was in Columbus, Georgia or no, Augusta, Georgia for an event for one of my stations that I was voice tracking for at the time, Power 1077, but I'm on Augusta now at the Deja Vu show on another station. But anyway, um, and one of my record reps was there and she's like, who are you dating now? I said, girl, ain't nobody in New York for me today. It's just whack. These guys are bananas, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, I got this guy that I want to introduce you to. And so I said, okay, cool. Um, hook me up. So She gave him my number. He called me that week. I was in Georgia, so I came back to New York that week. He called me and asked me if I wanted to go to a concert. And I was like, dude, I don't know you. I'm not going to no concert. There's no first dates. So I was like, no, oh, that's okay. So we ended up meeting in Times Square at a record store. Dum, dum 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 They had those things back there where you went and bought records. They don't have those anymore. Anyway, it was Virgin Megastore Store, Virgin Records in Times Square. I can still remember the building. We met there. We went to Virgil's Barbie he had some dinners and lunch or whatever i had on this little gray dress that i got from h&m and some heels <laughs> i remember it all but anywho we were just friends but we met on that blind date so we stayed friends for quite a while maybe like three years and then three at year three that's when we got serious and stopped dating other people and all and that's our story Wow, but on a blind date, but he's industry adjacent. So he understood what I was doing to your point. How do you balance? He understood that and you make time for that. But he had to be secure in who he was too, because here's this woman who's out here with these guys. She's wearing these outfits. How do I deal with that? He didn't care. You know, he understood the game. He knows the game. You know, you have to be out there. I used to date one guy. He got mad because I was interviewing somebody and I, he said, it sounded like I was flirting. I probably was. That's, right. that's what you do. You, hey, oh, you're looking fine. Are you having a cute, oh, let me see the you know, you do those little things. You make the little snarky comments. It's all a
2: part Just of the get game. You're an actor and actress when you're on the mic. Amen? Amen. Yeah. Hmm. As you, you balance that part of your relationship. Now, yeah. was, did you ever want to have kids? I did, we thought about having children. Um, I have some medical issues going on
3: and that's a whole other story girl because that that's ups and downs too and balancing in the relationship and dealing with that. We neither one of us have children. He didn't have kids from a previous relationship, neither did I, but when you have those pitfalls and you hit those moments, you're like, what is your relationship built on? And that took us through some things too because you had to come to the realization that, okay, this is not, this is not gonna happen. It's just gonna be you and I, right? And are we cool with that? We're cool with that. Girl, I got the the my little baby niece. I have my little godson, my cousins. But I don't know for me, even if the physical limitations weren't there, I don't know if that would have been high on my list of things for children because my life is so busy. But my mother says, Oh, girl, it will change you. And I probably would have adapted. I've seen some of my my girls adapt, but a lot of them have had kids later on in life versus earlier in our careers because there was really no
2: time. Yeah. I, you know, yeah. It's, it's a real thing. I'm at that age where it's like, you know, you got to really think about it. I said, well, hey, I can't do it with Casper right now, but <laughs> <laughs> freeze your eggs. Let Why? me tell you, if you want to do it, freeze your eggs. You can always thaw them out, y'all. Right. And that's, that's the one thing that I'm embarking on. I'm looking on that because, you know, I think about that times like I, the way my lifestyle is, you know, I go, go, go. I do, do, do. And like you said, I can pick up and go when I want. I'm like mm-hmm. the best aunt ever because I love my nephews and I, I I gather, you know, just letting everyone in. But that's something really to think about and to balance it because I mm. I, I put everything in my dreams and I know that when I have children, things will adjust. At least that's what I'm thinking. But I guess I'll You that. make room for them
3: because on, it'll make be the room. love of what you're doing and you'll incorporate them into what you're doing. I've seen parents, you've seen these parents bring the kids on and have shows with them. Right. And it's amazing because they're a part
2: of it. And it just kind of seems you know, seamless almost. See, that's why I love improv. You asked me about the whole acting, what was next? And it's like, I'm going to be a cast member on SNL, but Improv at the groundlings, and I guess improv of a wall, but my introduction was always the yes and. And Mm -hmm. it's so interesting, even in this conversation of everything we're saying, when you're talking about igniting, when you're talking about hustle, everything has been that you said about expansion. And that's the way we have to live our life. And that's the way that, as far as for me, improv has taught me yes and yes. I'm receiving what I am. I'm sitting in my mess. Now, how can I build? Yes, I have to let go of this, but now I've received an opportunity. Um, Right. Uh, yes, I may not be able to have children, but you kind of had children your different way. All the people you mentor, flavor unit. Tell me about Flavor Unit. Is it still going on? I have the Flavor Unit. It started
3: out as a focus group way back in the day. I would have the high school kids come up to the radio stations um, just to find out what they were into. At the time, I was on one of the hip-hop stations, and we wanted to stay on the cusp of what was next. And you know, the high school kids predict the trends. So we would talk to them. But then I really started doing some things. I wanted to be more mission-minded and like, listen, we have to make a difference in our community. That's the entire mission of the, the Flavor Unit to make a positive change in today's society through community service. So we would partner with those bigger organizations like your Salvation Army or the Food Bank and do different things with them. We'd go and uh, there's the VolunteerMatch.org. I think it's still around, but it has all kinds of volunteer opportunities for people. And we'd have the kids come up to the station and you the kids needed um community service credit hours. That's a part of their enrichment or extracurricular. And so they would get that. They got the bonus of being at the station. Sometimes artists would be up there. One time Jay-Z was up there. The kids got to run and chase them. It was just it was cool for them. But it was good for me too, because it made me feel like I was giving back. And those are my babies. And now to look at them, even like Karina. Oh my My gosh. Karina was 15 years old. Karina was 15 years old in my Slavery unit. She is now a morning show personality in Dallas. Did you say first Texas. chair? Did you say first what? chair? What? Which is first? She's first chair. Yes, first chair on a morning show. She's helming it herself. A female, mm-hmm. and she was like, "I want to be a radio personality." Okay, whatever. You know you hear the kids say it all the time. And this chick took it to the next level. What? Definitely. But she's not the only one. I've had another one. Jay Nixon, Atlanta turned out to be a radio personality. Wow. Who else, um DJ Critical is a DJ. I have several other what is Alan's name? I forgot Alan's name, but Alan is a DJ. Several of my Flavor Unit kids have ended up being announcers, but others have gone on. They did the program in high school and they've gone on to college and created their own community service programs. Shouts out to Sylvia who did that. And they started doing Doing more things on their campuses as well. And then one of my girls, Priscilla, she is now, where is she? She sells media commercials and spots and stuff because she got into it for the love of what was going on at the radio station so i just think it's amazing and the impact and those are my babies
2: you see why we have to celebrate you on uh women's history month oh you see that i forgot you know when you asked me about that i forgot about some of those things yeah like that's amazing because that's what we talk about planting seeds and i'm just curious like why is giving back to you so important like, why? Why do it? It's just been a mission.
3: I I actually, I don't know. It, it, it's innate in me. Because my sister's like, I didn't get that gene. She <laughs> said, I don't want to be a in a soup kitchen. I said, come on. Said, that's just not for me. I said, come on. We have to give back. We have to help. I have been so blessed in my life. And I don't even know. It's just been something that's been on my heart. I grab my phone because I screenshot something earlier um, from a journal that I had when I was in high school and I was talking about what I wanted to do. And I had a prayer for my girlfriends that I wanted to pray for and help them. And and, and, and in it, it says something with the teenagers that I want to, my heart, I have a heart for teenagers. I was a teenager myself when I wrote this and I think it's just been in me. I can remember being, we weren't rich, you know, my mom was a teacher, my dad's electrician, but they still had their rough patches. Right. So I can remember going on one of my field trips for a club I was in and I just really didn't have a lot of money. My mom and them didn't have money to spare. And so I only had a little bit. And my teachers looked out for me. They gave me money. You know, of course, I felt a little embarrassed or whatever, but I was so grateful. Oh, my God, I'm about to start crying, Dawn. <laughs> I'm grateful for that. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, but I was so grateful. You know what I mean? I was so grateful. I remember her, Miss Brunson, she was so sweet. And then, like, even my band director these people poured into me and they did things for me. And so I said, I want to make sure that if their are children, their high school kids who are in need, who just need something, I want to be that for them. So I was like the big sister. I would have them driving around. They would be driving me around all of New York city and all of the cities that I would broadcast. in. I always did the flavor unit and they were just like my, they're my babies. (laughs) But I just think it's been innate in me that I feel like I want to leave an impact. And I feel that people have been such a blessing to me throughout my life, my career, growing up. I have friends who, shouts out to Joe Nathan, who locked me into the production room and made me learn how to cut commercials. I was getting frustrated. He's like, you're not leaving until you get this right. I had people who planted those seeds in me, and that's why I feel I have a responsibility to give back. It's just not this is not just for me. This is, I have to do this. You know what I mean? Do you remember? Why you got me here crying?
2: Because <laughs> that's what it's oh, about, you know. Messed up the makeup. We ask God to grow and it starts raining. Girl. Ugh, that was, I hadn't thought about Miss Brunson in a while.
3: But yeah, I can remember being on that trip and not having any money to go and get any food or whatever. And they, those teachers looked out for me. And because my parents were in a difficult spot at that time, I felt like I couldn't ask them for a lot of stuff Shame. because I knew what they were going through. And it was the teachers around me. And that's why it's so important for us to, to be cognizant of what's going on around us with the young people that we're mentoring right and not even just young people adults as well learn to pick up on cues and to and to discern what's going on with people if you get a little nudging to check on somebody check on them if you have something that says hey call this person call that person they might need you and they might not feel comfortable asking but you feel something like hey is everything okay hey let me just bless you with some ice cream money right here that's what i do I, my aunt said that to me one time before so now i stole from her. rest in peace aunt estelle if i just want to give somebody something i just say here, here's some ice cream money go get you some ice cream give them a couple of bucks 100 bucks 20 bucks, whatever it is you have that you feel led to give bless them and they will be so grateful you never know if
2: that person is in need but just too afraid to ask you know to save the so, life Okay, I'm not talking anymore, Don. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is great. So, how did you... So, going through high school, is that where you found your radio book? No, I was an announcer since I was eight years old. Okay. Wait. Oh, this this ain't nothing new. I should know. This is deja vu. Like your name. Yeah. It ain't nothing but deja vu. <laughs> I have been announcing
3: since I was eight years old. Like, for real. My, my mom bought me... Um, Something called a recorder. I don't know if you guys know what those are. A tape recorder. For those of you who don't know, it's this ancient thing. At any rate, (laughs) I had the tape recorder. And girl, when I heard the sound of my voice and I could record, I was hooked. I was interviewing everybody. So what do you think about this? And what do you think about that? Blah, 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 blah. And then when I was 12, so I would announce different things at school and stuff and different church um, activities. I was 12. Mr. Jenkins, my band director, gave me a microphone. It was not attached to anything. He just gave me the mic. And so he's like, here. Because I would walk around with the paper towel holder. And I had my radio station, WXYZ FM92, your radio station. So anyway, <laughs> that's the way I said it. So Mr. Jenkins gave me my thing. Girl, I, I, you know the little um, label makers from back in the day? Mm-hmm. I don't know if you remember, Dawn. But they had label makers, yes. and you can make letters. So I put WXYZ on my mic. Girl, I would go around school interviewing people. That that was my thing. And then when I got to high school, I did the announcements. Good morning, Eagles. There will be no band practice today. You know, that kind of thing. But that's, I i knew that I wanted to do broadcasting. I still have cassettes. Those are ancient things, people. Um, <laughs> From when I was in high school. And then girl, when you got the little mini cassette thing, girl, you couldn't tell me nothing because you don't have Sleep to have it. a big one. You have the little mini one. Come move. on now. Come on. Yes, Dawn. <laughs> but yes, I still have recordings of that stuff. One of them melted in the car my heart broke. Ugh. It was so hot in the car. I had I had it, and it melted. I, I wanted to cry, like real tears, because it was when I was like thirteen years old. Oh my and I goodness! And I would record people on the radio, and then I'd come back and record over the announcer and say my own bar- part in there. Are you are you serious? That was the latest one. That's Janet Jackson. Um, whatever. That's the way love goes. Whatever, whatever, whatever. On WXYZ FM ninety two.
2: Here's an oldie but goodie from so. <laughs> Yes, yes. So I'm gonna ask you this because you know it's women's history month. Come on. Who told you that you were possible? My mother. My mother
3: told me that I could do this because I thought I was gonna be an uh, oncologist, an oncologist. But I didn't know any, I just thought it sounded great. Hmm, that's, what makes, okay. I liked the word. I wanted to help people with cancer. I was not good at science, nor was I good at math. My mother knew my strengths, so she poured into those. (laughs) But she was like, you know, why don't you think about something like broadcasting? Because you're always doing it, and you're so good. You have a great voice, and you're always interviewing people. So this is before me. I was already interviewing people simultaneously, right? But I just thought that oncology would be a great thing. But she said, you know, you're really good at such and such. Because she knew that I wasn't going to be following through with Mavs. I get hives just thinking about it. But um, And when she said that, it just sort of kind of clicked. So then I started seeing Oprah. Then I started seeing the news people, the Barbara Walters of the world, um, Connie Chung of the world. Now you can really, I'm dating myself. But yes, those were like the announcers. I'm like, wow, I want to be like that. And then when Oprah started blowing up and getting bigger, you're like, whoa, I really want to be like that. So that's kind of where I went with the broadcasting. But my mother was the one who planted that seed in me.
2: Ain't that amazing what mothers do? Or just motherly figures. And, you know, just like you said, that's why I tell people all the time, when you find somebody that takes a liking to you, hold on. Yeah. Because as always, it's not a situation of, you know, and I say this, I'm learning. Now being on the other side that I'm building a team, I'm learning how my communication goes, learning how to balance, learning how to keep that barrier, but... Always wanting to give that opportunity. But I try to stress all the time when somebody puts their eyes on you. Right. Make sure you give them something to see. And like you said, (laughs) come on. I like that. that. I know. I just came with that. Right. Yeah. Um, Because there's a reason they're putting an investment. And if you know somebody's intention, no, no that is only for the betterment because I look back at some of the mentors that I've had and both mm-hmm. experience I've treasured, good and bad, things that I've seen how I can mature on and now that I'm in a different age, I can see probably their viewpoint and the thing that I look at you and I think of our mentorship that develops in a friendship It, you know, Mm-hmm. You always have the patience and understanding and that it, it explains because of your mentoring of the young teenagers to understand mm-hmm. where they're coming from, to know that you see me. So that's just so appreciative. It, it is. Mm-hmm. And I just want to stress to people, if you get somebody, hold on because it's yeah. not easy. And I look at how I matured just coming up. You know, it's so easy. Like, oh, you want to be on air? Oh, you want to do that? And it's like, do you know how many years it took for somebody to get in this room? Before you even open your mouth. Talk about it,
3: please, because you get so many folks who are this microwave technology. They think that it's gonna happen overnight. I'm gonna be 15 seconds because I held up I spoke into a microphone one time during a podcast, or maybe somebody spotlighted me. Now I'm a radio personality. No, I do radio. No, I do radio. <laughs> I do radio. You might be getting there, but honey, I do this. Okay. Right. Do this. And you have to work your way in, you have to learn all angles. And here's another thing, we're talking mentorship. Remember that your mentor does not necessarily have to look like you. One of my very first music mm. mentors outside of Doc was Colleen, the vinyl queen, Colleen Cassidy. And Colleen is just, she has this long black hair, it's all gray now. Smoke. hey Deja, so do you think so? it's so, yes! so Colleen, girl, Colleen knew her music. She knew the formulas. Right? So when she taught me, when I became a music director, she taught me. She and her husband um, taught me the basics of how to program and what to look for, and how to trend and see, spot the trends and and pick the hits, and when to know when it's not a hit, even though you love it, but the the people don't love it. And she taught me that. Had I just been looking on the outside, I would have been like, that lady don't know nothing. You have to be open to get the knowledge from where it's coming from and be able to let it sink in and soak in, and you know, parse out what doesn't apply Eat to the you. Meat, spit out but the barns. Right. But don't don't turn away because that person does not look like you or it's not the same gender as you or does not believe like you because they still can have things that say something that could resonate and teach you something.
2: hmm. Something that you can always, you know, take and apply. That's the thing. Apply. It's an yes. addition in your life. If you don't need it, let it go. It's not a takeaway. Exactly. But again, it goes back to you getting to that point and learning those things, Dawn. I think
3: being in New York has opened me up a lot from my little bubble of just being in the South and doing this, going to this church, doing that. And that's all I did. When I got to New York, it was a whole different world. I'm like, what is this? Even just talking religion stuff. I never knew about the ashes people put on their head for Ash Wednesday had never seen it until I moved to New York. And I was a full grown woman. Okay. Okay. I was like, what is this? What's going on? I had never seen it because I'm down South. We're in a non-denominational church. That's where I went. I didn't go anywhere else. I didn't go to other people's church. I didn't see, I I didn't know any Catholic folks who were practicing. And if they were Catholic, they weren't really going and getting ashes and stuff like that. I had never even seen it. So expand your minds. Think about things that are not just about you. And it helps you grow into a, a, a fuller person. It helps your... Personal development. So we're always talking about our success and our professional development, but we have to learn to grow. And I think this is what your vitamin D does, Dawn. It helps people be able to explore those concepts of thinking, listening, and growing. I don't know, just expanding your mindset from being in your own little bubble. Expand, pop the bubble. <laughs> pop pop there's the a
2: whole world out there. Pop up the bubble, take off the roof, no ceilings. Yeah. Let's just expand and grow. But, you know, just as much as you said about the whole expansion, let's not forget that the roots got to get deep. Yes. Get your roots in there. Get your roots.
3: That's the building of the foundation. And we were talking about earlier, you said something about you have to be ready for those things, those opportunities that come. And I wanted to go back to kind of like where we are in the present. Stay ready so you don't have to get ready. I had one of those situations happen recently with the Kelly and Ryan show and Ryan Seacrest called out. Never happens dude is always there, but he's, you know, doing whatever, but I guess he was a little, didn't feel well and wanted to err on the side of caution, whatever the heck. They needed someone to do something on the show and to fill out this segment they were having, a game show kind of thing, because Ryan was going to play the host and Kelly was going to play one of the participants as well as the person who was there. And so they were like, well, who are we going to get? Who are we going to get? And they're like, Deja, would you mind doing so-and-so? Now, you know, deep down inside, I'm like, what I mind? Are you crazy? I was built for this. Come on, let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, I'm like, yeah, I'd love to. But you're, because I had already been practicing in my room at home back in the old days. I've always been talking. I've been broadcasting. I've been ready. I was beating my face, even though I wasn't on anybody's camera, just because I needed to look right. I had my little white boots on because I wanted to look right for me. So when they said, let's go, guess who was ready? I was rest to go. I was a little nervous. <laughs> My hands were sweating, but I was there and I had that opportunity. Carpe diem, seize the day, sees that opportunity just to get up in there and hold a microphone and say, hey, listen, let's play the game. We'll be right back in a minute. What? what? You never know who saw that. You never know who saw that. After that, the president of ABC New York came and said, hey, I just want to introduce myself to you. What? Come on, sis, how you doing? Hi, nice to meet you as well. Thank you, it's nice to meet you. <laughs> What? What? You just never know when those opportunities are going to come. So you have to be ready. You have to be studying your craft, honing your craft. You have to be ready. So when it strikes, you're there and you're ready for it. Right girl they put me on camera what I mean just announcing right I'm normally in a booth by myself you know just sitting in there and I you know see through them and I hear people talking to my headphones and everything and they put me on national television baby you better baby. Your say, give phone. me one just get, let me get this one big toe up in the door baby please but no seriously it was an amazing experience just that one little moment and that's another one of those little god winks like hey I forgot about you I know what you want to do. I, your steps are already being ordered, sis. They, right. I, I got you. Hold on. I know what's happening behind this curtain. we just in Act 1 right now. Act 1, Scene 2. We haven't even
2: gotten to the next one yet. Right. So. And I just need you to be right here. And right here right. is using every information that you need. Right here is knowing who you are and staying ready. Right here is walking in your authority. Essentially, Deja, that's all I feel as though we are designed to do in life. Yes. Walk in your authority. And guess what? It's given to us when we're a child. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just as Mm -hmm. though you put this money, this down payment in a bank account, put it on your life, put it on your dreams and invest in it. And in this process of life, right? Treat it just like an account. What are Mm -hmm. you depositing in? What are you taking it out? And like you said, because you cannot control the valleys, you cannot control when the mountains come, you cannot control when the hill, the, 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 the cliff will be there, but what you can say is there's balance, and just like any account, when you're establishing credit, balance, Right girl that
3: balance (laughs) y'all better check the balances no but seriously that's what you're saying you have to be ready you have to be right you have to check the balances of everything that goes on in your life that's how we are fully grown and fully evolved people that's that's all there is to it but don't don't think that your moment has passed you by just keep on going keep on grinding keep on doing what you're doing and it's gonna work out but why for what why why do you keep going I keep going because I know there's more and it doesn't stop. My mom has been retired for about 10, 10 years now. And she just published her second book, self-published, go on, go on. And she was like, you know, saying that what's next, what am I doing? What am I doing? What's next? And my mother is going on 70, you know, she still wants to do stuff. She's like, I want to, I want to do something else. She said she wrote in her journal that she wanted to do something else and she wanted something more, the next, the very next day, someone calls her about teaching at Bible college. The what? very next day that she put it out there. You keep going because it's a continual process. Remember, we're still evolving in our brilliance and we continue to go on. And you want to go on because that's what living life is about, right? Come on. You have more to offer. Even at 70, my dad was just ordained a preacher at 70. Wow.
2: So... He can still go on He's still in Bible college At 70 Wait a I minute So your parents crazy. were born In about what Around 51 Because my mom She would have been 71 mm-hmm. Is it 20 Yeah she would have been 70 this year yeah. Oh, so we parents the same age. My dad was born in forty-four. Right. So See? stop trying to say you that oh, because when you trying to say, Oh, you're so seasoned, you're making me seem like I'm so seasoned. <laughs> Back up, Jacia. <laughs> Why oh, you are, are crazy? <laughs> crazy. She trying to do math. We're talking.
3: Stop trying to do mathematical uh, <laughs> equations in your head.
1: Anyway.
3: No. <laughs> no, but I just I think that you can continue to go on. That's all I'm yeah. saying. You continue to go on and you can continue to thrive. That's what life is about. Your work is not done until you take that last breath. And even then, whatever you've put pr- put in place, your legacy will continue. Continuous. That's I just read. Did you see that article about the man who gave the twenty million? He and his wife gave twenty million to Morgan State. He was oh. a student there for two years. He had to drop out because of financial issues. He went on to work at UPS as a driver and worked his way up. I don't know what the heck I'm doing. Maybe I need to go at UPS because this man had twenty million to give. Wow. What? million and he's already, they've already put 40 something kids through school. Yes. They've already done it. He and his wife, but I just say that's the legacy part. So right now I heard Luda say, he's like, he's the legacy building time of his life. So now this is everything that I'm doing now is going to harken back to whomever comes after. And if I don't have physical children, then it's going to be my cousins, my nieces, the, the scholarship fund that I'm going to be doing that will continue. To well, uh, what's on. the
2: scholarship fund. Can we, uh, can people apply? Tell us uh, Well, right now.
3: I don't have it all together, but the dreams to reality foundation will be where it's going to be. I really wanted to do, and I, I know they're trying to um, give school years free, but until they do that, I really want to do something called first year free. I want to do it for the first year. Cause some people I had, a difficult time financially trying to cover that. So I want to do that for those people. And that's just a goal. It's not in set in stone anywhere. It's just here. And I've already got the domain name, of
2: course, but <laughs> I just want to put it on out there. But those are the legacy type things I want to leave, leave for people. That's, you know what? I appreciate that. Everything that you've said and what you've done and anybody that's been watching, listening, definitely has an essence of who Deja is and why it's so important mm-hmm. um, to be in a room with you to be in my ear on your audio box wherever you are coming through because there are gems that you constantly deposit and it's coming from a fruitful tree. I'm not talking about plastic. I'm talking about somebody that knows what it's like for somebody to give a handout to somebody, for somebody to just see you and say, I believe in you, for somebody that's coming from Like you saying, doing radio to a fledgling Mm. that still got breast milk coming off the mouth to be humble (laughs) enough to say this young lady is going to sit here and show me how to run the board. This young lady, I will sit down and talk to her, you know, to give her a moment, you know, and then also this young lady who wants to be a speaker. I'm gonna give opportunity. Now look, look. Ten years later, this young lady is 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 working on a syndicated radio show. I'm oh yeah. a weekend segment. Got the podcast. It thank you, It's because of you, Deja. Thank oh, you, Deja. Thank you. thank you for allowing me to be a part of this. This movement you have going on, so wait, before we go, what's next for you, Dawn? What are you doing next? <laughs> well, next, um, I'm, I'm, I'm speaking into existence. Uh, the the show that I was on, For the Love of Jason, which is on the um, all-black TV. Uh, yeah. They got renewed for season two, so hopefully you will be seeing my character come back for that. Uh, also, I'm still in the Groundlings program, so constantly putting up sketches and so forth. Soon you're going to see me on that stage, and then we're going to get on SNL. Come um, But, you uh, yeah, we're just, we're taking vitamin D, expanding it more and more to shed the light. And, you know, I'm doing my voiceovers. I want to, Deja, you inspire me. I want to announce award shows. Like, go award like shows. And that thing just came as a fluke, too. When I tell you, what, this is why
3: I say, even though you may have gone a certain distance and you may feel like whatever, God has not forgotten about you. Hey. That man, let me tell you, hold on. <laughs> I take a sip of my water. I will a little parched up in here. Shout out to David. David was the guy who contacted me, the producer who contacted me for Live with Kelly and Ryan. He said that he sent me an email on my social, on, on Insta, on Facebook, and on my website. I ain't see none of them emails. Girl, I was in Florida, right? Scrolling through, because sometimes I have so many pictures, things get crowded and I don't get every message. So I was deleting, delete, delete. I'm sitting on the couch in Florida in October, late October. And I see a picture, I mean, a message. So-and-so from ABC Live with Kelly. I'm like, what? Girl, I looked at it. The man had sent this thing to me like three weeks prior.
2: <laughs> Dog. Oh my gosh.
3: He's like, "Uh, yeah, we would love to get you to come on and be a guest announcer for Live with Kelly and Ryan. I said, what? So I'm emailing. I'm like, I'm just girl. I hit him back at 11:30. I'm just seeing your email. Blah blah blah. How crazy did I look? But anyway, when I tell you, when I woke up Sunday morning, it was another email response from him holla so he was like yo i didn't really think you were interested because <laughs> i hit you here and here i had never seen a girl i finally went back through all my messages because you know as a personality you get all these crap spam bots and everybody saying i don't like this, song, this and that. so i just some of them i don't really check all the time guys so it gets muddled down so at any rate i finally found his other email that he had sent me he was asking if i wanted to come on this was weeks to go so they had already booked somebody else to do the auditions because they were holding auditions and they still te- technically are but um he said they were holding auditions and he said well we won't be able to get you in until the end of the year i said okay i'm good whatever you want me i'm here i'm here i'll be drinking my water making sure my my voice is right do you know they called me he's like listen there's been a change can you come in earlier so they called me in early november i was like what so he calls me in i do my thing they're like well would you like to stay to December? W- would I like to stay? Are you kidding me? So I've just been here. So technically, we're still in an, in a audition phase or whatever. However, some things are on the way. But we'll, just just leave we'll, leave, we'll, we'll leave it there. But girl, when I tell you that God is opening doors that you can't even fathom. I'm just saying. So if it's happening for little old me, Dawn, you are amazing. Things are going to be blowing up and opening. People who are listening, go ahead and open up your hands. Open up your hands right now and be able to accept those blessings because they're coming, coming. And pull them down to you. Boom, here it is. And expect it, right? I'm pulling it down. All right. When I tell you, don't think that because you are 25 or 35 or 45, 60 years old, it does not matter the age. What's for you is for you. Even if this changes to something else, people have already seen and contacted me from this one opportunity. When I tell you, be ready, be ready.
2: Oh, that's the notion. Be ready for expansion. Okay. So is there anything and not like you haven't said, is there anything that we should be looking out for?
3: Um, my podcast will eventually launch in Jesus' name. We pray, amen. I I've been trying to do all this, um, my, my hustle first podcast. So we're getting it, and Don, you have to return the favor for me. Then I'll really interview you. Okay? Yes, let's do it. Um, I'm ready. <laughs> and my ignite your hustle academy is going to be launching this spring as well. So that's going to be for people who are trying to get those dreams off the back burner, trying to get that business launched, that that next move for you. We're going to be talking about just basics of setting up something so it's your own, right? Come on. And even Even maximizing our social media, I think that we play so much, we post so many things, we're doing so many challenges, but are you banking off of this social media? Are you making anything? Are you building any contacts? Do you have a list of people that you're talking to on a regular basis? That's the stuff that we're going to be covering in our Ignite Your Hustle Academy, so look out for that.
2: Oh, well, I got my eyes peeled wide open. Come on. Hey. So um, one thing I always ask for everyone that comes on the podcast, as you know, we're all about vitamin D. It's all about making deposits in your life bank account. It's shedding light. Is there a dose of vitamin D that you would like to share? I know you've been really going on and uh, talking about the importance of igniting and hustling. Anything you want to say to anyone that's listening? Um, To anyone that's listening for vitamin D, I just say...
3: Get out there and try. You never know what you can do until you try. Just get out there. If you fail, pick yourself up. Scratch off the dust that's on you. Get the dust off your shoulders and keep going. But put some effort into something. Because if you don't do anything, if you're just sitting there, nothing is going to happen. You have to put a little bit of spunk to get the thing rolling. You got to press the gas pedal a little bit to be able to roar and come to life and put that thing in drive even if your car is not in if your car is not moving if you don't put the pedal the foot on the pedal pedal to the metal as they say I just say get out and try do a little something and don't forget to constantly be learning and evolving and that's it
2: come on learning and evolving growing oh my gosh well thank you Deja I appreciate you thank you you. Dawn this was fun this was so great I had I mean Deja we went on a whole (laughs) rollercoaster from joy to joyful tears to inspiration <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you, Dang. I love you. Love you too. Oh my gosh, yes. It was so nice to have Deja on and to just talk. You know, I, I completely forgot that I taught her the board at BLS. Call your mentors. <laughs> but yeah, um, that was just such a great conversation. And you know what really stuck out to me? How Deja just let it go when she lost her job. She had faith. And all it took was faith the size of a mustard seed. Come on, somebody. And it's that same amount of faith that can propel you through a valley and that umph to get over that hill. And check this out. While the hills and the valleys are many, we know that we have come so far because we are able. And if we weren't, we wouldn't have survived and thrived through life's trials and tribulations to be here today. I mean, just think about it. You have survived 100% of your worst days. So, what are you worried about now? Yes, you may have lost your job, but don't disregard the fact that you have several more opportunities standing right there in front of you. Just think about it how many opportunities can you create from this? It's endless. Remember that the Life Bank account only pays out the dividends you're investing into it. You just can't sit on your laurels and think because you've created a pretty vision, it's just going to happen. No, faith without works is dead. One foot in front of the other. They say inch by inch, life's a cinch. Yard by yard, life is hard. So understand that you got to build and there has to be a level of accumulation. Because if you don't, it'll just stay the same forever. And see, what we know is, is that change is the only thing that's constant. And every day that you wake up above ground, every day that you have breath inside your lungs. No, you got a chance for a new dawn of a new day. And you better know that if you stay ready, you ain't got to get ready. (laughs) Are you interested in keeping up with deja vu? You can find her on Twitter and Instagram at Deja Speaks, and you can keep an eye out for her Ignite Your Hustle Academy on our website, DejaVuSpeaks.com And as always, you can catch us here in your phone or whichever smart device you're using every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday with more inspirational conversations and insights And now, if you want to keep up with me to get even more vitamin D in your life follow me at Dawn Day Speaks on all social media And before you go I want to close with this. Always remember, you are your greatest asset.
0: This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride, with some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love. You transformed a hundred thousand miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits. Until now through May 14th, visit LiveNation.com concertweek slash to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, some 41, 30 seconds to Mars. Oh, and two door cinema club.
1: The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount plus and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South side. When a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner, Lena Waithe battle lines will be drawn. Alliances will shift and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash TheShot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime Annual Plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply.
0: Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products.